0: Hello and welcome to un Your Shopping Cart, a guide for the conscious consumer. I'm your host, Liana. Each week, I will talk to Australian-owned and operated companies who are making it their mission to create sustainable products that won't cost the earth. You will learn about some amazing initiatives in community-driven businesses with tips on how your home or workplace can make simple changes to live a more eco-friendly life. Let's get started. Today I have with me Lottie, who is the founder of Banish, a plastic-free online store. Lottie also runs an Instagram that gives simple tips on how to live a life with less waste. Welcome to the show, Lottie.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks so much for being on. So you've been running Banish for a little while now. How did it all start? What gave you the idea to start such an amazing project?
1: Yeah, it's been it's been just over three years now, and it has completely flown by. So. The reason why I started Banish was three years ago, I was working as a journalist and I was tasked with following Mark Wahlberg's daily routine for a week and writing about it. So I'm not really sure how much you know about Mark Wahlberg's daily routine, but pretty much he wakes up at 4 a.m. every day, he meditates for an hour, he works out for a couple of hours, and then he kind of goes on all of these different, I don't know, health he does all of these health things to be the best person that he can so I was like sure okay I'll give this a go why not so I woke up at 4am on the first day and I tried to meditate and I can barely meditate for five minutes let alone one hour and if I was to physically work out for two hours I would not make it through the rest of the day so I couldn't do that so I was kind of Sitting there twiddling my thumbs at four o'clock, going, Well, nothing new has happened on social media since last night when I went to bed. And I wasn't really sure what to do. But it was just after I'm at New Year's and I'd made a New Year's resolution, which was to reduce my waste and to do better for the environment. I wasn't really sure exactly what that entailed, but I was like, Well, I'll try and make a few kind of plastic free swaps. So at 4 a.m. in the morning, I was like, Well, why not? Why don't I just kind of try and do that so i was like okay i'm going to try and find out what the best straw is because i loved smoothies and i was one of those weird people that just love to drink from a straw at home and i was going well i know plastic straws aren't the best option but there are so many other options there is bamboo straws silicon straws stainless steel straws kind of what is the best one and i was researching and researching and it took me hours work out which was the right straw for me which was a stainless steel one in um, all of those people who are wondering but it was just for me I think a bit of a wake-up call about like how much information is actually needed in order to make a decision because you have to look at kind of where it's manufactured how it gets here who manufactures it who makes it that kind of stuff anyway and then two days later my stainless steel straw arrived and I got a pack of five and each straw came individually wrapped in plastic. And I kind of went, well, hang on, what's the point in trying to do better if I'm just creating more waste or if I think that I'm supporting a business that's sustainable when they're actually not and I've just done hours and hours of research and I felt really, really disheartened. My whole day job was kind of spent Decoding and debunking myths about health and nutrition and fitness. But when it came to sustainability, there wasn't really a platform or a kind of a voice that was doing that. There was so much information out there for the people that had been living this way for kind of 10 or 15 years or even longer than that. But for people like me, there wasn't that easy, simple, like yes or no, what's the best stainless steel straw answer out there? So I was just kind of thinking on it. I just kept on waking up at 4 a.m. with not really a whole lot to do. So I just kept on researching. I kept on looking into the best options. But when I would find small businesses in particular that that were legitimately plastic-free, that did have the actual solutions that I was looking for to reduce my waste, it just made sense. And they were so easy. They were so, so amazing. And they were these great companies. But they were so hard to find. And I went, hang on. The whole reason we want people to live more sustainably is so technically speaking, you will only buy one set of stainless steel straws every, say, like 20 years. You probably lose a couple and that's why you need to replace them. So you have to do all of this research to find a stainless steel straw company, but then you'll probably not really ever use them again. But how? what happened if we kind of paired and teamed up and created this collective audience of small businesses who were legitimately good for the planet then we could piggyback and help one another so when you then finish up buying a stainless steel straw then you might move on to your next swap which could be a bamboo toothbrush and again you're creating this kind of trusted source and then my biggest thing is education coming from a journalistic background all i want to do is talk to people and to help people understand things and for me that is sustainability it's everything from kind of composting to i don't know what's the what are the different types of plastic how to recycle better everything that i definitely wasn't an expert in but i am now because i've done that research and i feel like because i was the consumer i was the everyday person for me it just makes so much sense to kind of be like well here's what i had to do personally to reduce my waste so this is probably what you're going to have to do as well. And I think it's really, it gives people a really realistic um, view on the fact that it's not easy, but you can do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I did not know all that about Mike Wahlberg. That is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's a, he's a pretty clever guy.
0: Yeah, and the only thing that I did know about him is that he came from Queens, and that's purely from the Entourage TV show. <laughs> it <just> <laughs> It's really interesting that you're saying about debunking all the plastic myths and things like that because it's so true. You get down little rabbit holes of trying to find what is the best of the best and what is actually, there's a lot of companies out there who are greenwashing as well. So they might be doing one thing and really promote that. They've got really, really good advertising where they promote one thing that they're doing, but then when you actually have a look into it, it turns out they're using so many different Shipping from one side of the world to the other, or as you were saying, straws that are wrapped in plastic wrapping, which is just so incredibly unnecessary. Exactly. That brings me to a little while ago, you did a week of zero waste. How did that go? Did you find that quite easy? Or was it quite difficult?
1: It was so hard and I have I have so much respect for everybody who kind of has those jars of, of waste and that they hold up and they say, this is my whole family's waste for the past three years or what have you, like props to them, but I will never be able to do that. I think I still, when I did my week of no waste, I think I still filled up a whole jar in just that week, because there were just so many things that I in a, that I was using every day that I didn't realize were actually wasteful. So there was things like a lot of tea bags, for example, paper napkins, things like that that we think that oh you can compost tea bags. It's like no, you actually can't. Some of them are lined with plastic. Napkins are also lined with plastic. I went out to a cafe and I forgot to say no straw, um, so then I had a plastic straw in there. Just. All of these things that I think, yeah, we we just really don't realise. So I think what the best part of it for me was that I don't think it's realistic for that many people. And I think it's one of these ideologies that we have is like, oh, I want to be completely zero waste. And I don't really like that language because I don't think it's really that possible for the majority of the population. So I prefer less waste or a low waste lifestyle because I think at the end of the day, we all need to do our bit, but we don't need to just be. We don't need five people to be perfect. We need millions just to be really trying to do their best.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you're definitely not the first person who has sent that message out either. To saying it's nearly impossible to be in the lifestyle that we have and in the world that's set up. It's just constant consuming, and there's always something there. I didn't know that napkins had plastic on them.
1: Yeah, I know. It's one of those things that again, they're just, it's just hidden in absolutely everything. So often the weave, you can kind of, especially if those, are, they're those fancy plush, really thick napkins often have a plastic weave through them to kind of make them
0: strong. Oh, wow. I'm wondering if there will ever be something, you know how on a lot of food products we have what it actually has in there and there's logos whether there will be something that comes out, there's a logo that says this contains plastic.
1: Yeah, I think if anything, we'll probably see logos starting to come out more around the disposable of products, not actually the makeup of products. So we're already seeing things like the Australasian recycling label, which is on, it's not mandatory on products, but it's coming out on a lot more. Um, And then we're also seeing things like the home compostable symbol. So I think it's also about teaching people to look for those symbols as well and that they are there on actually more products than you anticipate.
0: And you also do a really great segment where you go into shopping centres and actually pull things off the shelf and show what is the difference between biodegradable, recyclable, compostable as well, which is really interesting because even a lot of that stuff I had no idea. So it's been really good. I was in the shops the other day and I was getting something and I was like, oh, bloody, you did a segment on this. I might actually have a look to see which one that she recommended. Oh, that's great. That was good. It's so interesting. So, you also have something on your Instagram where you've teamed up with TerraCycle called the Brad Program. Can you tell everyone a little bit more about that? And for people who don't know who and what TerraCycle is, who and what they are? Yep. So, the
1: Brad Program stands for the Banish Recycling and Disposal Program and the reason why I created it was to give people a solution to recycle those items that couldn't normally be recycled in your curbside bin. So when I was doing my research for it, I found that TerraCycle were a really good partnership for us and a good fit for their zero waste boxes. So how it works is people send in their products, whether that be kind of things like I don't know, old mascara tubes, lipstick, lip gloss, foundation bottles, blister packs, everything like that. They send it to us and then in return we give them a $15 voucher to spend in store with Banish. So it's kind of like you could send us... I don't know uh, your shampoo and conditioner bottles and then with your 15 dollar voucher buy a shampoo and conditioner bar so you never need to use those plastic bottles again so it's an incentive I think for people to reduce their waste but it's also a, a it's for us it's a really a way to give back and to enable people to yeah recycle those items they couldn't normally
0: and is there a certain amount that you want people to send back? So you're saying a shampoo and conditioner bottle. Does there need to be a box that's a certain size for them to get the voucher or is it just anything sent back?
1: So we don't have a technical size. I would recommend that people kind of would send about 500 grams of products at least just to so you get value for money on the shipping. But you need to send at least five items in to be qualify for the voucher.
0: And what would be the best? bag or such for people to send it through for obviously a recyclable shoe box or something like that or I know you can also get the compostable bags at the moment are they actually compostable or how good or bad are they?
1: Yeah, with the Brad program, what I'm recommending that people do is just use something that you've already got at home. I don't want people to be purchasing anything new. It could be I've had people turn like other e-commerce shopping, like shopping satchels inside out and send them back to us because they're already in use. They need to like we'll dispose soft plastic, recycle them at the end of their life. But for me, it's reusing before purchasing new for the um In that kind of sense, when it comes to the compostable shipping labels, uh, shipping um, satchels, I have a bit of a love hate relationship with them. I think that they are a great option for people who do have compost bins because majority of them are home compostable at the moment. But you just need to be really careful because not everybody has a compost bin. So then when it goes into a general waste bin, it's kind of like the equivalent of throwing a banana peel into your bin. It's going to go to landfill and it's going to create methane gases. That's not ideal. But the other thing that you also need to check is that the label that's used as a shipping label is also compostable because often people will look great. Or it, again, it comes into that down to that greenwashing. They'll have a compostable shipping bag, but then they'll put a plastic Label on it. So you actually then need to cut the plastic label off, throw that in the bin, and then throw the rest of the bag in the compost bin.
0: Good tip. What are some of the main things that you have learned along your journey of going through this reduced waste?
1: The main things that I've learned, I would say they're kind of more mantras than actual like fun little facts. And I would say that. You can only try your best. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to kind of show up and try each and every day because I think it's really easy to be overwhelmed and feel disheartened. But if we can all just do something, I feel like I say this all the time, but I really truly believe it because we don't want people to kind of, I don't know, especially during the past year with COVID-19, people aren't using reusable coffee cups as much as they used to because a lot of cafes aren't accepting them. But that doesn't mean that you're less of a good human being it's just a really tricky time at the moment so I think it's just being realistic with it and I think that's probably what I've learned throughout this whole journey is I think I had an idea of what a low waste or a zero waste lifestyle looked like but in actual fact it looks a whole lot more normal than I anticipated it's very like I've still got the exact same group of friends. I still live in the same like area. It's not like I'm gone completely off the grid and stopped shading my underarms and I've got dreadlocks. It's it can still be very normal. I think that's yeah. Those are kind of some of my biggest learnings is that it's just a new normal,
0: and just changing those little micro things one thing at a time. Exactly, exactly. So what would be your top three products or items that you just couldn't live without or that just make you living your eco-lifestyle so much easier? Oof,
1: this is a tough question, but I think that I would have to definitely say that the reusable silicone baking mats are one of my favourite products because they are just oh so easy to use and they do make cooking and cleaning actually a dream. I think, again, it comes down to that greenwashing. We didn't realise for a long time that baking paper sounds recyclable but it really isn't so these mats actually save you money because you're not buying baking paper but they also do really help our planet because we're not putting it all into landfill um another one would be just another simple sustainable swap which i would say is switching to a bamboo dish brush because We don't think about it. You just pick up your plastic dish brush and you just use it and then you move on. But every time you actually scrub something or you, I don't know, clean a dish, baby minuscule tiny pieces of plastic are actually breaking off and entering our oceans. And I think that's a really scary thing and it can feel really overwhelming, but switching to natural products and natural cleaning tools like a bamboo dish brush is just a really easy way to Yeah, help the planet. And when you're finished with it, you just literally throw it in the garden or into your compost bin. And then I would have to say my third favorite product would be a safety razor. And for me, when I first started kind of living more sustainably, I didn't really even think that there was a metal alternative. To a plastic razor, I think that's just me showing my age because safety razors have been around for years and years and years, but it's just something that I think we started using plastic fantastic and we just didn't really think much much else of it. So I think that for me has been an absolute game changer because then you just need to replace the blades, which cost, I think they're about like 25 cents each and I use one blade every kind of six weeks. So it's such a good... Again, money saving, planet saving alternative.
0: Yeah, we were actually looking at the safety razors the other day. Uh, my housemate and I are going to purchase a couple from your website. So we've got, we have a little box together between our house and next door of things that we can send you back the TerraCycle. So thank you very much for that because you've started us on a little movement and I've also printed out a whole lot of how the plastic Different codes are and what can go in the curbside and what needs to go in red cycle and what can go in terra cycle and what can't. So
1: that's amazing. No, no, that's great.
0: I cannot wait to get all of your trash. (laughs) I'm sure you'd be very excited. I've actually been holding on to old mascaras and lipsticks and things like that for a little bit longer than I'd care to say just because I knew that eventually I would find somewhere or something that I would be able to do with them rather than throwing them in the r- in the trash.
1: Oh, great. Well, I'm glad we can help out. I think you're not the only one. I've heard so many stories of people like that with things like their contact lenses and stuff like that that they're just like, it would just seem like too much of a waste to throw them out. So they held on to them and now they've got somewhere that they can dispose of them.
0: Yeah, even the contact lenses cases as well you can send back through all those little things that you don't think of but they add up especially if they're daily ones and that works out to be so much waste at the end of the exactly. year exactly thank you so much for coming on the show today unless you had any other amazing words of wisdom you've already taught me so much in this time that we've had together
1: No, no. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so nice. I just love talking to everybody and helping in whatever way I can. So if anybody wants to just ask me a question, then please send them my way and I'm more than happy to help out.
0: How is the best place for people to find you?
1: Um, they can either probably DMing me on Instagram is the easiest at au if they want to follow any of me on, I don't know, all of the social medias. I'm actually on TikTok. My username is Lottie DL, spelled, spelled it in full, which you will have kind of, I don't know, on the bio for this episode. And then also you can check out Banish, Banish.com.au
0: please jump on and check it out. The store is amazing. I absolutely love your Instagram and I'm going to continue going through and watching all of your videos and have all of your learnings. And thank you so much for doing so much of the groundwork for all of us because it is so much once you get into it. And it's re- it can be quite overwhelming. So to have a platform like yours that really breaks it down and makes it simple is just absolutely fantastic. Oh,
1: thank you so much. I'm glad I can help in any way you definitely
0: have thanks so much Lottie thank you for listening to another episode of shopping cart I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did and are inspired to make a micro change do you know someone who would like this week's episode or any other in my series please share it with them and like and subscribe and together we can make this planet a little bit greener until next time